Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I went back to my old school a few weeks ago. Well, no, actually, I didn't, because my old school isn't there anymore. They bulldozed it not long after my year left. Something about it not being suitable for human occupation or something. Anyway, I went to the school on the site of where my old school was, which was nice. I mean, I was there for a reason. I didn't just show up and be all like, hello, it's only me. I think I left my jacket in my locker 20 years ago. I'll just pop in and get it. It was a careers day, and the organiser lady asked me if I'd mind popping in to talk about my portfolio career, which is polite speak for faffing about and not getting a proper job. So I took it upon myself to spread the message to these kids that it's okay not to know what you want to do, and that you can change your mind at any point anyway, and if you work hard, you can do pretty much anything you set your mind to. I didn't mention the fact that I've got no savings or pension, but I do have a large number of credit cards. I thought I'd let them work that bit out for themselves. On an entirely unrelated note, patreon.com forward slash probably true. That's patreon.com forward slash probably true. Help me, I'm poor. Anyway, it was really weird being back there, even though I wasn't really back there, as it wasn't my old school, which is actually probably for the best. I imagine there'd have been a lot of memories and trauma that I've since doused in gin and turned into stupid jokes that would just loved a chance to jump out and haunt me again. I mean, some of them did anyway when I got there, because we carry our ghosts with us. I can still remember everything about that old school. Or at least, I think I can. Memory is strange and unreliable. As far as I can tell, I can remember every classroom, every corridor. The way it felt, and the the smells. Especially that one time Sid Cherry shat in a jar and hid it in a cupboard. That kind of smell is very hard to forget. Anyway... It turns out that teenage kids love it when people come into school and swear a bit and talk about wanking and sex and stuff, which is great because that is exactly where my skills lie. And, you know, I was using my powers for good as I had to sit with a group of six or seven of them at a time and I found I could get their attention with a quick wank joke and then talk them through the brilliance of never really knowing what you want to do with your life. And, you know, how it's okay to be a bit unsure and all of that stuff that I wish someone had told me when I was their age. I swear I saw a boy in one class spray himself five times in one hour with Lynx Africa. And not even, like, onto his skin, it was directly onto his shirt. There's a belief system for you. They might not believe in Santa anymore, but give them some foul-smelling liquid and tell them it'll help them pull and they'll bathe in it. (laughs) During one of the breaks with the kids, I tweeted about how I was bonding well with everyone over wank jokes because I was excited and I was pleased with how well it was going. Honestly, when I arrived, I wasn't sure what to expect, and going back to that place as an out-and-proud gay man after leaving it as a confused and angry teenager was, you know, a really big thing for me. But then I got taken aside by a teacher. 
We've just seen your tweet about telling wank jokes with the students. I know you haven't mentioned what school you're at, but I don't think that's very appropriate. Do you? This was so weird. Being told off outside a classroom was really not where I was expecting my day to go. I drew breath to say, I am a 36-year-old man, not one of your students. I left this place 20... Jesus. I left this place 20 years ago, and your hold over me ended then. I do not answer to you, and your school is not implicated in, nor necessarily endorsing, my tweet. No harm has been done. Let's leave the matter there, because you have no power over me. Now, be about your business, and leave me to the impressive selection of biscuits that have been provided. Which is weird, because what came out of my mouth was, No miss, sorry miss, I'll delete it miss. In that moment, I was 15 again. I could feel my hair moving into over-gelled curtains, and the spots reappearing on my face, and suddenly I was wearing that red v-neck and the grey tie that was the horrible uniform they made us wear. I might never be able to go back in time and go back to that old school building, but by Christ, this was close. So anyway, once I'd deleted the offensive tweet and been allowed to shovel a few more biscuits into my face, and, you know, the flashbacks from my own teenage years had kind of faded back into the background noise, we got back into the sessions with the students. I went round to one of the little groups and I had to ask them what they wanted to do when they left school. Some of them knew exactly, others had vague ideas. Most of them just went, dunno, and shrugged. I was keen to drive home my message of a fulfilling life and not just chasing a wage, so I said, okay then, what are you interested in? What are you enthusiastic about? Because there's always ways to make money doing something you love. Although it does tend to be a lot more work. There was a pause from everyone in that kind of like no one wanting to speak up kind of way. And eventually, one of the boys with this stone-cold poker face said, I think we're all pretty enthusiastic about pornography. (laughs) I can't fault his honesty, I suppose. So, you know, being a pro, I rolled with it and said, yes, there are always careers in adult entertainment. But according to some of the porn stars I know, it can be very hard work. His eyes lit up. You know porn stars? He'd gone from being the personification of a shrug just draped in a school uniform to suddenly alert and hanging off my every word. It felt great to be getting through to him until one of his mates said, yeah, but they're going to be male porn stars, aren't they? And then, bam, he was straight back to not caring. (laughs) I asked another group the same question, and this quiet, kind of shy-looking boy looked at me for a second and said, I want to be a drag queen. And in that moment, my heart nearly burst. Actually, a lot of things happened very quickly in that moment, so I'm going to break it down. First off, I was filled with admiration and joy that someone from my old rough school not only wanted to be a drag queen, but was not afraid to say it out loud. Back in my day, that would have been enough to ensure you were farting shoe leather for the rest of your school career. But here he was, unafraid and happy to talk about this in front of his peers. And my God, that was a humbling moment. I'd never have had that sort of courage. And just as this wave of admiration for this skinny boy in glasses overtook me, a girl who was also in the same group said, Oh my god, being a drag queen is all you ever talk about. You're like the gayest person ever. Now, have you ever seen a science fiction film where a previously harmless-looking robot suddenly activates battle mode and all these weapons pop up out of nowhere and start making kind of noises? That's where I was. Terminator vision. Five or six red sniper dots just suddenly swung round and converged on this girl. 
I was about to say something devastating about how she could probably learn a thing or two about makeup from him from the look of her. Or probably something much nastier than that that would have paid for her therapist's second home or something. But before I could launch my bitch-seeking missiles, just as I'm in the middle of drawing breath after she said, You're the gayest person ever! He looked down at his nails, shrugged, and replied, I try. And in that moment, all of my weapons just powered down and I burst out laughing. I realised he didn't need me to defend him. He was more than capable of dealing with this shit by himself. He got a fist bump and a wink instead. At this point, my heart was overflowing with admiration for this young'un who was much braver than me and far more capable than I was at his age. And, you know, it was mixed with this joy that he was growing up in what used to be a pretty rough ex-mining village. I wish I'd had a friend like him when I was his age. I mean, I know I would have made it weird and tried to shag him because I was a deeply strange teenager, but still. Having a role model like that would have been amazing. Incidentally, if that young drag princess is listening, and I wouldn't be surprised if he were, check out Sybil War on Instagram. She's an amazing drag queen and a future guest of mine if she ever gets her arse in gear. And I'm sure she'd be more than happy to swap tips and advice if you message her too, because on top of being a spanking hottie and an amazing drag queen, she's actually a really nice person. Anyway, it was a great day, and hopefully I inspired some of the great minds of tomorrow. Mostly, I was just glad to get through the day without someone telling me their surname and me going, Oh yeah, I shagged your dad. That was probably true. The repeatedly award-winning storytelling series created by me, Scott Flashheart, to remind all of my queer brothers and sisters that we are none of us alone. You can find transcripts of every episode, links and other things at probablytruepodcast.com. There's additional content and other lovely stuff available to subscribers at patreon.com forward slash probablytrue. And if you want to get in touch, just search Probably True Podcast on the socials. Just in case you missed it, that was patreon.com forward slash probably true. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.